get it, losers. It's time to bitch. It's Jessica. Hey, guys. It's Nicole. We, we are Two Chicks Who Bitch. <laughs> See, that's dangerous. You can't what? do that. What did I do? Go from silence to go, well, <laughs> I'm like, fuck. It's in the toy. Whatever like, it's going to be. You're like, fuck. wait a minute. Jessica's heckling. Wait a minute. Something's exactly. right. Something's She's coming. Heckling before we're even talking about anything. <laughs> Something wicked this, this way. This way comes. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Now, so <laughs> I have a, I have a topic. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we're like two minutes in, not even sure I dropped an F-bomb. Mission accomplished. All I right. dropped it about 10 seconds after Listen. we started because you started cackling and I went, oh, <laughs> fuck. All right. It's going to be that kind of episode. It's only fair. The last one was about penises. True. Because you uh, said the last one, like dick. every everyone. Listen. Yeah, I know. Well, Listen. you said dick. What what actual word were you trying to say when you said dick? Because I don't remember at this point. Direction. Oh, that's it. Yeah, because direction sounds like a penis. Actually, I guess it does. What does he say in liar liar? How's it hanging today? Short, shriveled, and to the left. <laughs> Southeast or Southwest? I don't know. All right. <laughs> wow. Wow. We just totally. And uh, okay. Actually, this is this, your fault. You know what's funny though is that we're kind of on topic. <laughs> that scares me. I know. I know. Okay. So. So here I go with the so. So here I go. Here I go. Here I, here go, I go again. again. All right. What's my weakness? Tall traffic. Yeah, that one. All right. <laughs> All right. Serious. Yes. Serious. It's really, it's not a serious topic, but it's never a serious topic. I spend a lot of time on book talk. Let's just, let's just, I'm going to preface with that. And if anyone who listens to us is also in the little corner of TikTok called book talk, you'll know that for the last couple weeks, month or so, maybe around there, Ice Planet Barbarians by Ruby Dixon has been like all over book talk. Blue penis for the win. Hence why I said we're kind of on topic today. When this first started popping up, I was like, wait, are people on Book Talk seriously talking about this right now? Because, Nicole, you know this. Back in January, I was raving to you about like, oh, my God, I fell down this blue alien freaking rabbit hole and I can't get my can't get out if I, if I tried. I have can't so get out if I tried. screenshots of yes. pages from the book. So, yes. Yeah. Yes, because something stupid or funny would come up in in the book and I would screenshot it and send it to you because it was either like wildly, ridiculously inappropriate and hysterical (laughs) or one of the girls was making like nerdy references and no one gets it because they're all human girls stranded on a ice planet in a different galaxy. So it's like one girl, the second book into the series, one girl's like a huge Star Wars fan and she just keeps making Star Wars references and the guy's like, I'm so confused and it's that much funnier because she doesn't get it. Like he, uh, he doesn't get it, but it's hysterical <laughs> to the point that the girl, and this is not where I wanted to go, but the, the main character, the, the main heroine in the second book of that series, <laughs> I, had to, I really had to think about that. I see that. They were like, what do we name the planet? Because the aliens on the planet, they're, they're not like, 
civilized like we are. Like they're a very primitive group because they crash landed there like thousands of years ago. Uh So they're like hunters and gatherers. And it's just their little tribe and that's it. So they're like, no, this is just our home. I think they do have a name that they call it, but I don't know what it is. So the girls that crash landed there all decided to call it not Hoth. (laughs) (laughs) Because they were like, I feel like I'm on Hoth. But clearly it's not. So we're just going to call it Not Hoth. So the entire 30 book long series, they literally call the planet Not Hoth. Not Hoth. <laughs> That's amazing. Which is hysterical. So I'm just like, there's little like Easter eggs of fandom stuff across the whole series because the author, you can tell, is a big dork like the rest of us. But I just, I think it's just like, I love it because I, I start, I read the first book in December. And I think by February, I had already read the whole Ice Planet Barbarian series. I started reading the spinoff of Ice Planet. I read the Corsairs. I read um, Rizdiverse, which are all spinoffs of the same galaxy. Like they're all different things happening in, in different parts of the galaxy. So you can read them all as standalones or you can read them all together. And because I have a very um, deep rooted, severe case of FOMO, <laughs> I have to read everything in a world. Like uh-huh. if I. I love anything and everything that's a series. The more books in the series, the better. So some people are like, ooh, there's 30 books in that. I can't commit to that. That's too much. I'm like, there's 30 and there's more on the way? Gimme, 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 gimme. <laughs> like every book in my bookshelf is part of a series for the most part because that because I can't get enough. Like I want to keep reading. I want to keep knowing more. And as much as people are like, why are we down this rabbit hole? Like half of Book Talk was very confused. They were like, I don't understand. Why are there blue aliens? And blue penises, like I'm very confused. And I'm like, <laughs> please get past that and just read the freaking story because Ruby Dixon is a freaking genius. Like when I tell you, every single one, I have not read a bad a bad book from her. Like every single one I have read, I have been like thoroughly intrigued, cannot put it down to the point that even the like there was one or two that I was like, ah, eh, I could take it or leave it, but I had to know what happened. <laughs> I had to know what the hell was going to happen. I couldn't put it down, even though I was kind of like, eh, compared to the other ones. The things that I love about the way she writes is that she does such an amazing job building diverse characters with Uh their own, like, inner turmoil, things that they have going on and these things that they have to overcome and the relationship building between the two. It's not just, oh, hey, look at you. We're meant to be. We're soulmates. Everything's cupcakes and rainbows like there's like trials and tribulations they have to get through together as a you know like as a couple and a lot of times what at least in my experience is when you read a series that has that many books one of the things that can happen which has happened to me um, in some series that I have read where you get like 10 or 15 books in and you're like okay I'm reading the same story over and over again yeah just different names different places yep it's not like that with her really And I tell you, I'm like 50 books in at this point, Mm -hmm. and I have not had one instance where I have felt like I've read this story before. Because, like, yeah, I I might, like, at at first I'm going, ooh, is she headed the same way? And then all of a sudden it takes a left turn to Lord knows where, and I'm just like, oh, great, (laughs) I'm here for this. Like, I'm here for this. So I I get it. Ice Planet Barbarians is a bit much for people if they're like, I can't, I can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it. I get it. Okay. I do. Uh, but, uh, but I also say, give it a try. Give it a chance, people. Give it a chance. Anyways, I, I actually didn't even want to go on a tangent about that because everybody's talking about that. 
Uh-huh. And I actually didn't really want to go on a tangent about it. That whole galaxy, I'll say, has Ice Planet Barbarians, Ice Home. Then there's the the Fire Dragon series, which is same universe or galaxy, but based on Earth, whereas the other ones are on Not Hoth. And uh-huh. then there's Rizdiverse and Course Air, which again, same galaxy, but totally different parts of the galaxy. They're not primitive. They're like in spaceships. So it's like... It, <sighs> It's, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just so good. And I think that's the hardest part is that I don't know how to explain them. Anyways, so the other day, I know. Well, thank you for clarifying that. You're welcome, because there was no clarification at all. Exactly. I just, I love that other people are like here for it now, because I've Uh been here for like months. And I love that other people are seeing it. She released a new book in her Corsairs. And I was like super excited because I was like, oh, good. I get to read the next one because I'm all caught up at this point. And I just have to patiently wait for her to release new books. Thankfully, she is a busy, busy, busy woman and releases like a new book like every three months because she loves us and delivers. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So that's great. Yeah. So I read the recent Corsair. She has another one, I think, for um, Ice Home that I have to read. But I went and I looked through. I said, okay, I've loved every single thing that I've read of her. And I've read 50 of her books at this point. What else? does she have that's outside of that world that I've kind of been stuck in? I stumbled across this other one that I've seen a couple of times come on my recommended list because they're like, oh, you obvious, you you obviously read a lot of Ruby Dixon. Wait, 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 wait. I know, I How can't speak today. <laughs> I can't speak today. Kindle Unlimited was like, hey, you clearly read a lot of Ruby Dixon. Here are some other suggestions. And the one that kept coming up, I'm going to have to go look it up right now because I don't remember the name. I never remember the name of books. I know what I know the characters. I know what's happening in them. I'm just really bad with the name uh-huh. of the books. And I love that you're just nodding and agreeing with me and letting me go on a tangent. So I appreciate you. I mean, I'm enjoying it. So good. I'm glad. I hope someone. I hope everyone else is too, because I'm getting a little worked up over here. I mean, uh, not like me when I get worked up. So go for it. <laughs> turn. <laughs> All right. I have to go look at my list of recently read because where's my recently read? Is it on my insights? No. Shut up. Careful, guys. This might take a while. It's going to take a while. Oh, you know what? I'm going to go to my Goodreads. My good. I Yeah. All right. I'm going to go to my. Oh, I should give you a Goodreads update, too. Hang on. Hold, please. Yeah. Hold, please. I'm getting there. I only work as fast as technology works, and right now it's slow. Um. Let's see. All right. So she has another book called Bound to the Battle God. Oh. Right? And I'm like, oh, I'm intrigued. Tell me more. But just by the name, I already knew it wasn't in the universe of the Blue Aliens. Right? Because. Right. It sounds more fantasy than it does sci-fi, right? So the Blue right. Alien, all the book, all the spinoffs, everything, that's very much sci-fi. There is some fantasy because the dragon one is kind of post-apocalyptic fantasy right. a little bit. But they're all at their core romance. They all have a happily ever after. They are very much romance books. Okay. Um, smutty romance books. But sci-fi. <laughs> and that's why, because I, I read sci-fi, I read fantasy. I yep. watch a lot of sci-fi and fantasy. Like, that's Thanks. my jam. And I also read a lot of romance. So I'm like, when I get them all together, even better. Why not? <laughs> so while all the Blue Alien stuff is sci-fi romance, when I saw this one, I was like, ooh, this sounds like it's a like fantasy adventure with a romance. Uh-huh. So I was like, all right, I'm here for it. Let me try it. Now, I'm going to preface this with most of the books in <laughs> that, that she writes in the Blue Alien world. That's I've just dubbed it the Blue Alien world. Okay. Um, <laughs> Are usually around, I'm going to say like two to 400 pages because she does a lot of novellas and slices of life and things like that. So some things that are like 98 pages 
And then I think the longest book was maybe like 450. Uh-huh. I think I'm going off the top of my head. This book, I pulled it up and it was like 680 pages, which isn't a lot. I've read I've read books bigger than that, but for yeah, her, but that's a her. big book. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute, like what's happening here? All right. I'm gonna read to you because I do want to explain to you what the book's about. One, Nicole, I think you would love it. Okay. Knowing I know you I know you mainly right now read fanfic, but knowing what you have read in the past, right? I honestly think you'd like it. Um, well, do I want to check it out? Do I want to read the description? I think I might just explain it to you the way I. <laughs> so, oh, essentially, what happens is the book starts with a girl named Faith who lives in an apartment building, goes to her, you know, insurance customer service job every day, lives kind of a mediocre life, nothing special, and she's like, you know regular day talking with her coworker, but she's feeling like there's something weird happening in her life because the she keeps hearing noises in the apartment next door, but it's empty. So she goes and sees a psychic and the psychic reads her cards and pretty much tells her that there's going to be like a, lo- a lover in her life and a Lord of Ooh. pentacles and like all this other stuff. So she gets this reading her friend from works. Like you're crazy. Like just go <laughs> sleep it off. Like, why are you, this is so weird. This isn't like you. She takes it upon herself to go investigate the apartment. Cause the landlord's like, no, not doing like you're, you're not, it's no one lives there. She goes over to the apartment one day just, just to make sure. And she's kind of funny. Cause she's like, I'm probably going to die, but here I am. I'm be that girl. She goes in the apartment. It's empty. And then as she's going to leave, a light turns on in the bedroom. That's creepy. Right. So naturally, she goes and checks. She opens the door, and the next thing she knows, she's in the middle of a dirt road in a completely different world. Because, of course. Where else would she she end up? And there's more to it because, like, when she goes to the psychic, the psychic's like, oh, like, you have an aura like I've never seen before. Like, you have the brightest aura I've ever seen. There's, There's something about you. So she clearly has, like, this sensitivity or something. That right. allows her to, because she was hearing things from the apartment because she was hearing the other world. Oh. And that's what okay. she was hearing. But no one else could hear it because she was asking her neighbors and they were like, I haven't heard anything. What are you talking about? Essentially, she goes there in this other world. I think it's called Aos. AOS. Okay. Uh, there are 12 gods. And then there's like a high father. And every like thousand hey, years. Dad, what's up? Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Not an all father, but a high father. So every... <laughs> Like thousand years, the high father decides that he's going to discipline some of the gods because uh-huh. they, you know, they're immortal. So it's been a thousand years. They're getting lazy at their job or they're not whatever. So he, he pretty much casts them out into the mortal realm uh-huh. and splits them into four different beings. Okay. One is apathy. One is hedonism. One is lies. And one is arrogance. And they're called aspects. Now, the people know this could happen, so they celebrate it every year and hope that it happens. Essentially, what happens is this girl gets there, and one of the battle, like the battle god, comes to the town that she's in. Uh huh. And she volunteers to be his anchor, not knowing what it means because no one else is volunteering. And they were pretty much going to sacrifice her to the gods the next morning. And she was like, Yeah, I don't want to die, so I'll volunteer. She's like, I'll volunteer as tribute. I don't know what I'm volunteering for. Oh, my God. So she gets anchored to this god who's one of four aspects of a battle god. The four aspects of each god are going after one another because whichever one is the last one standing is the one that gets to – I'm doing a really bad job of explaining this, right? Just go read the fucking book. It's so good. I'm, I'm 
enjoying your explanation. I know it's not. It's hot because I can't even explain it. But it. All right, hang on. All right, let me. Can I read you the book description? Always. I said I wasn't going to do it, but I'm going to do it. All right. Okay. So it starts. It says, "When I went to my neighbor's apartment to investigate strange sounds, I never expected to fall through a portal into another world. Yet here I am, a stranger in an even stranger land, and I'm stranded. In this world." Might makes right, men carry swords, and gods walk the earth. Within minutes of arriving, I'm enslaved. Fun place. How do I get home? Great question. Wish I had an answer. The one person that might be able to help me is also the one person I want to throttle the most. Aaron, Lord of Storms, Butcher God of Battle, is my new companion. Or rather, I'm his? As Aaron's anchor to the mortal realm, I'm the one that's supposed to be guiding him through his exile in the mortal world. Ha! Joke's on him. I know nothing about this place, but Aaron and I have a common goal. Get home. And we're bonded, anchor, and God, with a bond unlike any other. So we travel together, we bicker, we bathe together, we fight our many, many enemies together. And sure, he's a god, but he's also an arrogant jerk. Brawny, smoking hot, irresistible jerk. I should want nothing to do with him. I certainly shouldn't want to do things with him. Mortals and gods don't mix. We stick to the plan and ignore our attraction, focus with one goal in mind. One task, one goal. Focused. I, oh, heck. I'm going to end up kissing him again, aren't I? <laughs> That's amazing. That's literally the description of the book. <laughs> I'm like, That's wait. amazing. It's just, it. when I tell you, like, she does such a good job of world building. See, that's I, the important piece. I'll read I, anything with a good world. Like, she just does such a good job of it. Like, I'm invested. She doesn't skimp on anything. And even when there's things that you're like, wait a minute, that didn't make any sense. You end up figuring it out later because... And this, some people love or hate these because Ice Planet Barbarians and Ice Home, you alternate between points of views. Okay. Sometimes you have the girl's point of view. Sometimes you have or the heroine and the, and the heroes. It alternates. In these, you only ever get the girl's point of view. Hmm. So it's written in first person and you only ever get hers. So you're learning things as she's learning them about the world. But as you read more of the books, you already know more because I'm on the second book right now. Right. And after I read the first one, okay, I know a little bit more about the world. I understand that there's four aspects for every of the 12 gods. I know who the 12 gods are. Like, I know a lot more. Mm -hmm. In the second book, when Max goes through the same portal that Faith goes to, because it's her neighbor and she's looking for her. <laughs> and, like, coincidence, she's in the same position Faith was at the start of her book. She knows nothing. Now, she gets a little bit of a crash course because she ends up, I can't, I can't say too much without ruining the story the storyline she ends up very early on being told like hey you're here for a purpose right. and your purpose is that you need to go be the anchor of death so she has to go anchor herself to the god of death so she's told like right from the get-go she needs to go do that she doesn't understand what that means but i do because i've read the first book <laughs> and then there's things that he's doing. i got it yeah and then there's things that he's doing that she's not picking up on and i'm sitting there yelling at the book going dude he's doing this that means he's that and she's not getting it, but I get it because I read the first book. <laughs> I can't. So like the first 50% of the book, I'm like on the edge of my seat. Like, oh my God, when is she going to figure it out? When is she going to figure it out? Oh my God, I already, like I figured it out. When is she? So I'm so invested. Right. I can't And it's help. so different than the other ones. <sighs> They're so good. So like I encourage any, like if anyone's gone down the Ice Planet Barbarian hole, like rabbit hole. Old. You're going to be there a while. And if you go down that hole, but if you're there, you're going to be there a while. If you're going to actually try to read all of it, you're going to be there a while. 
<laughs> if you're not, or if you're like, I can't do the Blue Aliens, but you really want to read Ruby Dixon, because when I tell you she's an amazing author, you really should read her. And if you're more into fantasy than you are sci-fi, I highly recommend. It's Aspect and Anchor is the name of the series. The first book is Bound to the Battle God. The second one, which is the one that I'm reading right now, is Sworn to the Shadow God. And then she has the third book coming out. This is the problem. It's not a finished series. The third book is coming out this August, and it's Wed to the Wild God, which I'm really excited for because we learn in the first book that the Wild God, or the God of the Wild really is what he is, never came back from the last anticipation. They call it the anticipation. And that's like the big celebration. So if the High Father throws any of the gods into the mortal realm, it when on the day that happens, it's called the anticipation. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So when it happened like a thousand years ago and he cast out whatever gods he cast out, the god of the wild never made his way back to to the god realm. No one knows what's happened to him. He's been missing for like a thousand years. Oh. And now his book is going to be the third book. So I'm like... Super intrigued to find out what his story is. Uh, yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, she drops little seeds like that. So now you're like, you want to know more? Right, you're intrigued now. You're intrigued. You're like, like, she keeps making reference to something called the blood glacier. Because the moon on this planet is red. Not white or yellow. Oh, okay. She keeps making reference to a blood glacier, which is like this place on this world that no one goes to because it's supposed to be cursed. Oh, fine. So I'm like, I need to know more. (laughs) I need to know more. Anyways, so that was my little Ruby Dixon rant. Like, she's freaking amazing. Everyone needs to go read her because I highly recommend it. And I'm so happy that Book Talk, like, blew her up. Like, she was number one on Kindle ebook sales at one point because of that. That's awesome. Which just makes my heart happy because she's freaking amazing. The great thing about it is at the end of every one of her books, she has, like, an author's note. Uh-huh. And she kind of talks to you about like her process a little bit because when I tell you like this woman cranks out books, like it's absolutely amazing. And she has five different series that she writes. And most of them were like her little pet projects that she never thought were going to go anywhere. Really? And she, yeah. And she tells you all about it because then she's like, oh, I think I'm going to write this one next, but I'm not sure. So you might get this one or that one. And then she's like, I'm so happy that you guys are loving these books because, you know, this was just an idea I had that I scribbled down that when I was having, you know, brain fog or, you know, writer's block in another series, I just went and wrote this for fun. And I, she published it as a serial, like on her Facebook group, just uh-huh. to see if anyone would like it. And now they're all published books. That's and there's like, and she's like 50 books in and she keeps writing more. Like, it, like it blows my mind. Like that's how good she is. And I don't, Ruby Dixon's one of her pen names. She is a traditionally published author under another name, but no one she won't that. tell anybody she won't tell anybody yeah exactly because she'll put in there like hey there's gonna be a little bit of a delay because i have a deadline for you know my my publisher house pen name so i have like she'll like make reference to it but she doesn't share it with anyone there's like a couple of authors like in her circle that know who she is obviously which uh, power to her like i get it because clearly what she's doing as ruby dixon is completely different right than what her other name is so clearly i i respect that she wants to keep it separate but at the same time i'm like i'm trying to know who she is because i'm like do i read her other stuff (laughs) and if i don't why don't i right (laughs) because like ah 
But the thing is, is you don't know how different what she writes under her other name. Exactly. Yeah. And then I'm wondering, like, is she someone big? Like, who is she? Right? Like, how crazy would that be? But I know we'll never know. Right. I mean, I respect her private. Like, we'll never know. Like, I kudos to her for doing it. Like, I I get it. I just there's that little piece of me that's like, oh, I'd love to know. Right. It's well. And that's the thing. Like, it's it's a fun. It keeps you intrigued. Truly. Yep. Which I mean, it really just makes me want to be like her best friend. There's uh, like so many authors now that I actually I think we follow them on our on our TikTok. I think as I'm scrolling through, I just tend to follow them. But there's a lot of like indie authors that we follow on TikTok that I'm like, I just like, I found my people. I want to be their friends. <laughs> like, can I find you? Can we be friends? We're the same people. We're the same people. Yeah. <laughs> so if you've been with us from the beginning, a great big thank you to you. If you're just joining us or just found us. Um, certainly welcome go you know go back see what else we have out there and hopefully you stay along with us for our for the ride and until next week yes this is us signing off i hope you guys have a great day bye bye